boom, bada bing. What's going on, Beer Rap and Banner? At Beer Rap Bants, myself English. Myself, Cal Sirius. Thanks for watching, thanks for listening. Make yep, sure you yep. subscribe at Beer Rap Bants, Beer Rap and Banner at gmail.com. Subscribe, gmail subscribe, subscribe. That's it. Today we've got a special guest, another special guest, another wonderful person. Um, Genesis, Elijah, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah. Scanning. Yes, Jen. Good to see you, bro. Have a look at your handshake. Here we go. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I did the click and be as cool as hell. I learned that from him, innit? I got, I got to say, though, brother. There's different type of handshakes. You ever do the thumb thing? Like, oh, yeah, the thumbs up. That's an Elstow thing. I don't like all that, man. It's all too much. Like, all the thumbs and clicking and, like, man. Either shake my hand, tuck my fist. Have you ever gone for the awkward handshake and someone's gone to spider vice versa? Yeah, yeah, Bare times. Bare times. What do you do? Just grab the fist like that and look at paper. You guys gotta go, yeah, paper. Rock, rock paper, scissors. scissors. Yeah. Just like Thanos and just. Mm. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> 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 cheers. Anyway, this is Beer Rap and Banner. Uh, cheers. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, How you been, man? I've been blessed. I've been good. Yeah, man. You've yeah. been busy? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, Very busy. Too busy. Too busy. Too busy. That, that sounds nice. like a good situation to be in, man. So lots of work coming from all different angles. Um, I know you're a man that with many strings to his bow. Is there anything in particular that you prefer doing? Um, I've been. I've, this has been a question that's been on my my mind for a long time because, obviously, like I'm I'm a big believer in doing what you love, but then the question becomes like, what do you love doing? And for me, it seems I'm a lazy person, man. Like I love just chilling. It. So I've been trying to figure out like, okay, cool, but what? You can't just chill forever. You got to do some work. What 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 doesn't feel like work? And I've just been trying to. I I do love music, and I think as as much as I've done music and done and done other things, music is the only thing that doesn't feel like work to me. That's dope, man. I know you're a big family man as well, so maybe uh, chilling with the family could mean doing something <laughs> like keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> maybe that could be <laughs> something that you love doing. Yeah. I'm you yeah, I'm a homebody. Yeah, yeah, like that. like yeah, what are they doing? Show. They're not doing anything, bro. They're just chilling. Jen and Jen and Jen and Corin coming soon to E. E no. Yeah. <laughs> you can you chill. <laughs> coming soon to E TV. Army player, man. Um but yeah, it's definitely good to have you here, man. Safe man. Um obviously we've known each other for a while. Yeah. And um uh, from my perspective, I think it's dope seeing your progression uh, as an artist, um, having come from like you know just sort of selling mixtapes and yeah. just rapidly, rapidly rapping, getting the raps in mm. to being an entrepreneur and selling clothing, and you know uh, being moving into a sort of like a creative space of uh, being a filmmaker. Yeah, um, I mean some of the videos that you've worked on are absolutely incredible, man. Thank you. Like dope stuff. You, you're a big player in the UK rap scene over here. Um, I don't know. Have you have you got any uh, anything that you kind of look back on fondly and think, yeah, this was like probably one of the best things that I've done? Um, I think obviously in hindsight everything seems a lot better. Um, like you said, we known each other for a long time. I think one of the cool things is really just looking back and seeing how far everybody has come. And um, it's funny because when we were younger, especially younger artists. We're very, we're always like anti-establishment, anti-industry, yeah? And um, a little while ago, I did a show for THTC. And I remember sitting there and just thinking, all my mates are now industry. Like, everyone's industry. That's dope. Like, 
and and in a good yeah in a good way and i feel like um being able to look back at that and just seeing how how people have grown and how people have kind of just stayed focused on what they on their passion and I, i'm a big believer in if you do f- stay focused on your passion you're going to find your way in it and that's what a lot of people have done a lot of people are just really just stuck to what they love and they've come up in the game as as the uk scene has changed like we've going back a little while when you had artists like sway sway was the biggest he was the top that's as far as it could go now Shout out to Sway the South. Big up Sway. Great battle rapper back in the day. A lot of people don't know that. His earlier stuff with One Crew. I remember that. I was there. Yeah, Battle Scars. Battle Scars. So man. was that. Yeah. He's the battle. Yeah. There you go. He I was cold. Yeah, he was this. Yeah. I remember him battling Lyrikel and he dropped one bar, yeah. <laughs> he said. He goes, you are so ugly, you're handsome. Oh my and the place went crazy. Yeah, it's funny because I was there. Yeah. I was there. That was mad. That was ridiculous. Yeah. And he used to have the do-rag and like, he was, before he switched up the flow, yeah, he was. A lot yeah. of, you know what? A lot of people, I think um, Scribbler was battling there on that one as well. Mm. There was a lot of guys who, rappers that, yeah, man, that went on to do their was thing. It subterrane? Was it Subterranean? I can't remember where it was. Yeah. Battle scars, though. Big up lawyer and everyone involved. But yeah, sorry. Big up, big so up, yeah. big up lawyer, man. I see him. I see him doing his little gym thing, like getting in shape. I see him. <laughs> you know I mean, I see him, man. Never man too just old. got a haircut. Like you know what I mean, he's out here trying to look all young. He's but doing. His, he's doing some kung fu or something he's doing, now as well. He's doing madness. I'm seeing him. Man. Yeah, man. Big so, up, big so up lawyer. Do you think the scenes like it's obviously evolved? But do you think for the for the better in a positive way? The way the younger generations now have all got the media at the palm of their hands, and it's a lot more DIY emphasis. Um, they're they're doing the distribution themselves. They're not having to try and get signed. They they can access the audience almost immediately. I think it's a good thing. I think ownership. Whenever you can have ownership over what you do, that's always a good thing. Um, before the idea of oh, I'm trying to get signed, the idea of even having gatekeepers mm. like oh you gotta go see this man and you gotta do this, you gotta do that. Now you don't have to do any of that. You just have to have your own fan base, and if you can you can get that then your patterns, you're sorted. Mm. And I feel like that's, to, to me, that's a, you're in a much better position. Do you think, though, that there's no sort of get gatekeepers that you get a lot of rubbish, though, coming through as well? So back in the day, it was sort of quality would only rise to the top, mm. where now it's anything can run, anyone can go. Open season on SoundCloud. Okay, that's cool, yeah, but then the market's the market, in it. So if you're rubbish and people like your music you're not rubbish. And that's just the way it is. And we can have our opinion and be like, nah, you can't rap or that's production's rubbish or it ain't mixed or whatever. And it, it, it doesn't even matter mm. because what, the things that used to mean things don't mean them same things anymore. So we're talking about, you know what I mean? We say about the rapidly rap. And I remember sitting down and writing your bars, rewriting bars and mm. all of us, there'd be five men in the studio and we're just like, what did he write? Nah, nah, I've got to come hard. <laughs> rah, rah, rah. And it's competitive though. Super, mm. but the, the, the aim was different. We were sitting there in a room, five man deep, and I'm trying to write these these lines so that when I spit, he's gonna go, what what would that mean? And I I explain it to him, nah, because you didn't get that. And he's like, oh yeah yeah yeah. And we that's what we did it for. Mm. They don't do it for those those reasons anymore. The whole thing is about vibe. The vibe is different. Yeah, the way and, yeah. And almost I feel like even with even that that way of thinking, kind of missed the point as well. Because to me, music is like it's like a cake, isn't it? So you can sit there and go, yeah, but 
I've used the best ingredients, yeah. I've got organic flour, yeah. I've got sugar that comes from Peru. I've got this, that, and a third. But it's like, what does it taste like? Does it taste good? We're coming to eat it. We didn't come to break down the ingredients. Mm. And I feel like wow. a lot of purists are trying to break down. I go, yeah, but look, man, dun, dun, dun. I'm like, yeah, but your cake tastes dry in it, so no one cares. And that's the difference. It's like trying to figure out, like we were saying before, about balance. How's it, how's, it, how's it balanced? I thought it was an interesting point you touched on when you talked about, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter so much about certain things that aren't right. Because um, that kind of made me think, I think you specifically mentioned mixed down, and that kind of mm. made me think about Triple X Tentacion. Yeah. When he first came Rest out, in peace. his mm. mixed downs were terrible. Yeah. Like the sound quality just wasn't there. Yeah. But I could see that this kid's got potential, and if he just works with a producer and an yeah. engineer and someone that can guide him and steer him, he's going to be massive, and the rest is history. Okay, but saying that, Wu-Tang's first album, some of the mixes are horrible, right? I was Rizzo mixing those Can't down front. as well. Because, again, it says quitting, but it's raw. Just it did sound, it sounded along, raw, you know I mean? right? Mm. Then when you listen to, like, when it's more polished, it hasn't got that same feel, feel to it. So, again, same with X. You're listening to something and you're just like, nah, this is super raw. This is just a kid in his room. Just, you know what I mean? And there's something about that that's going to draw people to it. And I feel like that's the that's the part. And another thing to always remember is not everything is for you and not everything is for us. Different generations, innit? 100%. You ain't supposed to be liking certain music. That's just it, man. 100%. Big man too. Big man ting, straight yeah. up and down. That's it, that's it. Talking of your music, you had a project uh, recently. How's that been going on, sort of being independent and doing it yourself? 100%. With your merchandise. Just, just speak on that um, and people can, can check it out and, you know. Yeah, so um, I guess uh, being an independent artist, you kind of got to be a little bit smart in how you put things together. And um, also you got to be flexible in how you put things together. So what what had happened is, I was dropping individual tracks, not even singles, I was just dropping tracks. And for whatever reason, they were getting playlisted, they were doing well. So when I got to, I think I had maybe four or five that had all been playlisted, been doing really well. And I thought, you know what, let me just put these together on one project and add a few others as well. And they happened to do well also. And um, really, that's just kind of just utilising the streaming game because it's different now. Mm. So you, you might have a stream for a single, but then you put that single together with an EP that all counts as the same thing. So you're just adding those numbers. You're getting more views, um, uh, more streams. Your your people are seeing your music a lot more. And I feel I just felt like that was the right thing to do just to get it out there, man. Get people to see it a little bit more. Yeah, because you got a lyric about flying out to Portugal. Yeah. With no sort of promo or backing, just off the Spotify stream. So 100% facts. Yeah. Um, just talk about sort of how that's widening your your audience and then you're going directly to them and you you know you're selling out your shows and selling all your all your clothes and whatnot again it's just coming back to that whole thing of the market is the market you're you don't there's no middle people there's no middle man you don't have to go through anybody to reach who you're talking to to reach your audience and also you have to kind of understand that because there's no middle person you are now in charge of your your customer service mm. So how you engage with people as well. And, and and for me, engagement is is way more important than numbers. Everyone, there's numbers everywhere. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise. Like you can go online, everyone's talking, everyone has an opinion, everyone's saying boom, boom, whatever. But it's where do you find people that reach out to you and you make sure that you reach back. 
because the engagement is is way more important and that's how you build community and that's kind of what I've been doing since the MySpace days which is why I still have fans from the MySpace days that still you know what I mean and I feel like that's way more important than trying to get all those numbers because someone said the other day if you want to see how a rapper's doing go to their shows if you want to see how much money they're making don't look at the numbers numbers are cool they're whatever who's at the shows and that's that's the real fans. Cause that's the real fans are coming to see. Who's going to put their hand in their pocket? So you know, and 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 Cal touched on this sort of back in the day, selling your mixtape. And Cal knows because you used to sell your mixtape, and I know because I used to try and sell vinyl on road mm. and rec- and CDs. That is so a hard hustle trying to sell vinyl on road. One time Ooh. I had my vinyls in a in a box, and I got on the bus, and someone thought it was pizza or something like that. I thought I was trying to hustle pizzas, and I'm like, listen, I'm not that broke <laughs> to try and. Hustle pizza slices, but hey, I make, would if I had to yeah, back in the day. But an idea that could work, you know. <laughs> what cold pizza, fam? You nah, serious? man, you get it hot, man. <laughs> get thing on the bus. Just jump on the forty-eight from Wolverhampton to Hackney, then pizzas will <laughs> sell off. <laughs> You've been watching too much Top Boy, man. <laughs> uh, they didn't sell pizzas in that, did they? No, nah, they were trying to sell something else, though. Anyway, um, <laughs> I forget what we were talking about. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, so just talk. Yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. Just sort of selling. You, you threw me uh, with that we, curveball. We nah, selling selling, selling, like selling your shit, selling your stuff. Mm. And um, you really see your fans who put their hands in their pocket and come yeah. to your show and buy your stuff. I want to mess with you because your friends or other people be like, get us in for free, guess this yeah. or can you lend, you know, they don't really yeah. want to buy it or support it. And because we're coming from a streaming time now, it's mm. £5, £10 a month stream. Yeah. Or if you can pattern someone else's stream, it's yeah. so that's it. That's important for you. That's why I say, man, it's 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 fans over friends because true friends are your biggest fans. Mm, say it again. Say it again. Say it again for the people at the back. Turn it up, YouTube and <laughs> podcast listeners. It's fans over friends because your friends are your biggest fans. Mm. And and that that came from my brother-in-law. Bars. I I did a show, and my brother-in-law turned up, like didn't even tell me he was turning up, man. I just see him there, like he paid for his ticket to come to the show, like. You know what I mean? He he he. Every anytime I drop merch, he's buying it, and it just kind of just let me know that there's a lot of people that will say that they're supporting you. But when it comes down to it, this is how you. If you're gonna support, put your money in your pocket, and that's why you see me on Twitter dropping things all the time. Yo, you got merch? Drop your merch. Let me buy something. Let me support. Yeah. yeah. Because I understand how how important that is. Mm. And going back to the selling CDs, I did that for years. And um, last night, someone messaged me and was like. I, I put your video up on my on my IG story and someone was like, "Raw, I bought a CD of him back in the day. And this is that. And I get that all the time. And this is, I ain't sold a CD since 2006. But there's some people still out there trying to sell CDs in 2019. I bought one the other day, you know. I just, bought one the other day. Just for in my, in, Yeah, I bought one the other day. Yeah. I, have you even got anything to play a CD? No. <laughs> But, but you know it's coming like it's an old record player. <laughs> yeah, or take exactly like that. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> your, your kids and our kids of the future can be like, "What's this CD?" And it's like, but you know, the quality-wise, CD's still true. Yeah, better true. than anything. All it's it is is times moved on. Things have gone more digital. Times moved unless on. you're like a collector and you're you know buying cassettes and you're buying vinyls. But I think cassettes and and vinyl have that nostalgic feel where certain labels are like dope and other labels are putting out tapes on a short run uh, like other artists we know and it's selling out because of that whole nostalgic vibe and the vinyl will always I mean vinyl's always king in it you know you're going to have your granddad buying vinyl your your cousin you're going to buy vinyl just because whatever but CD is a is a next hustle in 2019 it's mad but the next project we're going to do vinyl we're going to do um, there? Yeah. we're going to do we'll cassette support. as well yeah like, because people I just I, again I just do what people ask for like mm. people are asking for they want certain things and again, it, it's a little bit slower when you're having to fund it yourself. But 
um, for the next project. I'm gonna think like plan ahead and get those done because I did I did CDs for this last project, and again that's something that I wouldn't normally do, but again the demand is there. So, what do you think the market for that is now? Is it like people in their cars? Because you know, like if you go to a rave. Yeah. People are still handing out promo CDs with yeah. a DJ mix on it. And yeah. I guess in, in a car, you might have like a, a CD changer still yeah. or a CD player. I've still got a CD player. There you go. I've got an old whip. Well, no, yeah, you, you are a bit old school <laughs> with your uh, your car stereo. No Bluetooth or nothing, man. Come hey, on, shut son. Up, man. Don't Come on, son. <laughs> I'm trying to get this podcast money <laughs> up, son. I, I, hop in the, I hop in the car with some fire on my phone. I can't even play that. Come on, bro. You got orcs. <laughs> <laughs> I had the aux, but it broke. <laughs> I had to, I had to pattern the aux to the radio. You know them ones, isn't it? Hey, don't baby me up, man. He has to hold the phone like this and play. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bro, this is the tune. This is the tune. No bass <laughs> in that end. <laughs> no, but man have mortgages, in it? So, hey, hey, that's how you flex nowadays. Right, that's right, how you flex. Right. He's got two yeah, mortgages trying to pattern. Right, the, man's got property, uh, in it. Man's got property man's still. Man's trying to go abroad and all that. So but we'll talk about that anyway. But t- tell us, tell us about this new project of yours, Jen. So uh, you know what, the project that's out right now is called um, "It Will All End in Tears." Mm. Um, really like that, by the way. Thank you, ma'am. Like the title track. Thank you, thank you. Solid, very, um, very introspective and talking a lot of, you know, yeah, real stuff. And that's, I think, as I as I get older and as I progress in music, I'm just more interested in really trying to become introspective in what I'm saying I'm trying to connect with other people but even more so I'm trying to connect to myself like I'm trying to figure out what do I really want to say like what's really important to me and I feel like the more I do that the more I connect with people I just put up a little track that I've recorded yesterday um, put a video up on IG whatever and someone messaged me and was like actually two people two separate people messaged me like yo I felt every single word man like get out my head and I'm just like that's so weird because I, I didn't think of anyone else when I when I wrote that. It's literally just what was in my head. I was sitting there. I recorded it. My wife was sitting on the couch as I recorded it, and I even turned around to her. I said, "You know what I like about this? I, I don't know where it's gonna go. I don't know what I'm gonna say next. Mm. But I'm just recording, and it goes somewhere, and then other people feel it and relate to it. And I'm just trying to get to a place where all my music does that because I'm not. I don't really care about. I'm not here to try and. I'm not making a hit. I'm not here to make hits. Like, I honestly don't really care about playlist placements anymore. They're nice to have, but the music I make comes first. If, if it gets that, it gets that. But I'm really just trying to, I'm trying to, if you listen to it, like you listen to the last album, Private Moments in Public, you listen to this, I want you to understand who I am through music so that when I'm gone, that's the diary of my life, man. Mm. There's there's things in there that you can say, yeah, like, you know what I mean? He he said what he was, he said who he was and I feel like that's that gets lost in a lot of music because I feel like a lot of times I listen to the, my favourite artists I listen to are guys I listen to and go yeah I know I, I, can, I know that guy innit I can fe- I can feel it like I don't know it can be anyone from Bugsy to Heady One I listen I'm like like I get you and I feel like a lot of times that gets lost artists don't remember or don't think to do that it's because of the pace of the music's coming out and it's like microwave not microwave music in it. It's not as bad as it used to be, but music's coming out almost every Friday. Hundred percent. I don't know why Friday's the new release date, or whatever. But yeah. I mean, maybe you know, but I don't know. But it's so much like you listen to one album and it won't resonate, or not as much as it used to. Where you mm. used to read the details, maybe because we're getting older and we haven't got time to sit down with a project. But people definitely resonate with you and 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 sit with it and and, and know your journey. And that's a bless. That's you know that's um, hats off to you for for being able to do that. 
Thank you, man. But that's the way I that's the way I like music as well. Like the, my favorite songs are always the deep songs. Mm, like bangers, mm. we love bangers. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. But the songs that really that I play to this day are songs that I've listened to because when I listen to it first, they just hit me in a certain way, innit? Mm. And that's the music I'm trying to make. I think you've definitely been getting a bit more soulful and introspective as you've matured as a man. Um, like with uh, when Jay Z dropped the four 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 album, this yeah. phrase was coined called dad rap. Yeah. Would you say you're in this kind of category of sort of making dad rap? One hundred percent. Talking about society and almost kind of dro- trying to drop gems and jewels and and school people in your in your music. Yeah. It's both, man. It's both. It's like and it, and it. I've been doing it for time as well, but it's like people catch on late in it. And if you listen to like private moments of public, that's two thousand and fourteen. But if you listen. F- to that from start to finish yeah that is dad rap like 101 <laughs> like you hear you listen to all the skits all the skits are me talking to my wife my kids in the background you listen to the bars like you know what i mean i gotta finish this rhyme because my missus is coming home i gotta do the dishes like all and these kind of things by, they gotta be back by half one or one yeah, yeah like all that, that stuff i've been doing it yeah, for a while yeah, you know yeah. what i mean and it's because what i'm trying to do i'm trying to show you that I'm just trying to show you that this is real life. This reality. Is like reality is what I, what so, I do. Like, dad, you got to be one of the coolest dads in the playground and like with your kids, <laughs> even though your kids probably don't think you're cool. Yeah, I don't think I'm cool. Like That's that. a title for a song right there. Coolest, <laughs> coolest dad, dad, in, the dad in the playground. <laughs> oh my God, spun me, someone spun me, someone spun me. We ain't even got kids yet. None, none, that. That we, none that we know of yet, but boy. Hey, that's not our song. Hey, that's his song, bro. No, no, I'm not taking I'm not rapping no more. <laughs> Shit, I wasn't even a good rapper anyway back in the day. But just talking about going back to the beginning of our, our conversation, things that you love doing. Yeah. And then what Cal's saying, sort of, dad rap and you're dropping gems and you're speaking to the young people and your mm. fans and so what else are you involved with where you're you're helping young people and you're educating people outside my, of music my day job is, is is a youth worker so um technically i'm a gangs worker is what they call it what i do um but yeah essentially i'm just i'm a youth worker and i'm working with young it? people yeah calling it a gang worker, gangs worker yeah who coined that term because that's mad in itself or it is mad i think it came through it's they all come through like funding it's how it's funded and they're looking for people that work with gangs. So then you say, okay, the, the organisation I work for, they're like, well, we work with gangs, we're gangs workers. So we're kind of in a position, at the moment we're trying to get that taken away because um, it just doesn't sound right. But yeah, that's what I do. So I work with young people that are involved either in gangs or involved in youth violence or violence. Um, and we do music projects which is the main thing I do, but we're also branching out into short films and I do mentoring as well. So yeah, I'm in, I'm in a position where I can talk to a lot of young people about stuff that I've done, I've already been through. Mentoring is huge as well. I think mm. everybody needs a mentor, no matter what stage you are at in life, yeah. there's always someone you can look up to and someone that has a bit more wisdom than what you have. Um, I don't know. Do do you do you get a sense of satisfaction from actually being a mentor? There's, there, is there something that you get from doing that kind of work? I do. I I, I do like it, um, but it's very. It's a lot of pressure. So you're in a position where you're, especially when you're giving advice on what really could be life and death situations. So you're dealing with people that are in beef with other people, and you're trying to say, Nah, do you know what, like try and bless it, try and allow it, try and hold it down. At the same time, you don't know what's going on the other side. So you could be setting them up for a situation where they're going to be, they're going to get hurt. Mm. Um, so it is, there is a lot of pressure on your shoulders. 
trying to give them the right advice, but also trying to get them to keep to be safe as well. So it's 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 tricky. Um, but when you do see certain young people that I work with, that even if they even if they haven't totally moved out of the, out off the road, but their mindset is already they're trying to move, and I recognise that. Like I see, I'm like okay, like I, I remember that feeling. I remember what that's like. I remember being in a situation and being like, okay, I'm here, but I'm trying to get there, mm. and not really having anybody on my level that could show me the steps. So I had like obviously I had my parents. But their idea of how to move from one place to another place was very different. Whereas I'm in a position where I can really tell them this is the best way to go about what you're trying to do. Well, my parents would have had me moving in shirt and trousers and church shoes from one place to another. So it's different. There's that's what I'm saying. Though, that discipline things, though, man. things from one generation to another can be so different yeah, sometimes. Yeah, but you've got to move with the times. Um, if people wanted to get into mentoring, because there's people listening or watching, you know, um, how would you advise sort of they go about it or or, or where they could start? Because I'm sure there's some people who've with a story to tell or have experienced road or, or gangs or just life and sort of what would you what would your words of wisdom be if they wanted to help other young people or people similar to themselves? Um with everything, there's many different paths. Mm. There's a really simple way that you can help young people around you is by looking at the young people around you. We got cousins we got little brothers, little sisters, all those kind of things. We've got neighbours. Like, if you're in a situation or if you're in a position where you have young people around you and you have a voice of influence, then you should be using that influence for good. And I feel like a lot of times, even our our olders, they kind of had the same... They were always... Like, I remember being in the situation and, and I, I, I was a ball. I played basketball. My guy, me too. That's, that was that was well, my I thing, right? Bullet, I'm sure. Who's your favorite <laughs> player? Who did you used to play like? Iverson, man. Yeah, Iverson. yeah. Point guard. City. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, point guard, man. Had the braids, <laughs> the braids like Iverson, everything. Jeez. Like, trust me. And I remember being in in situations. I grew up in um, well, I grew up in Brixton, but at that time I was in Luton, and um, being playing basketball and also being around some 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 naughty kids, and I remember them telling me, "Nah, man, stick to ball, innit? it, like." Mm. Like, yeah, you're a baller. That's what you're going to do. Like, play basketball. Like, you shouldn't be around here. Like, basketball, when, the, when the lights went off in the court, they'd be like, yeah, go home. Because I'd be chilling by the bus stop, chilling by the shops. So they like, what are you doing there, man? Go home, innit? Did you used to go on them, like, the Brixton runs, the midnight runs? I, I got my, my, my free trainers from the midnight midnight runs. I was, know, I was helping out. I got my top my tops and all that. Well, you so, was heavy. If you don't know about the midnight runs back in the day. Yeah. Hey, listen, because I, I played Top Cats, innit? So, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Hey, so that was so listen. So <laughs> let me put down my cup. So listen. So yeah, I played with like Luau Deng. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Jeez, Deng was big as well. Yeah, like, you still got it. You still got the jab step. Nah, man, <laughs> I got nothing. No shot. You know, the first thing to go is the shot. Them air balls. It comes back though. The shot comes back quick. Just the practice, dribble, man. Yeah, the shot. The dribble. The dribbling will always be there. Listen, if you want to run, I got to run. Well, we'll talk off air. Yeah, but if yeah, you want to yeah, run, in it. scrimmage. On camera, I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. Off camera, I'll be like, yo, I can't. Yeah, Ings. <laughs> trying to kill I'm me. I'm still trying to play. <laughs> I'm still playing. But anyway, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, man, I think like, like I'm saying, a lot of a lot of the olders in that time were. They weren't mentoring, but they were trying to give us like guidance. Like, yeah, don't do this. Do something else. And I feel like if you're in a position where you can do that, you should definitely do it. That's dope, man. Um, Building on from that. Okay, so, you know, um, we're touching on sort of youth work and the roads. We just talk about this sort of Takashi snitching concept thing. I know we brought it up. 
uh, we're just all about a bit of pop culture now. So what's your views on the whole, on the whole, all of that? As what, what is he doing? So if you don't know, Takashi Six Nine, a rapper or a plant, as some people thought in the industry, got caught up in a madness, and he's and he's on the, he's taking a stand, and he's he's naming Jim Jones, Cardi B, and all these people, and he's just trying to cut these fifty years plus down. Um, I think this is like a this is a teachable moment. Like the concept of snitching and what he's going through because he's in the public eye. All I can say is a teachable moment. So this idea of what people think gang is, th- what they think snitching is, who they think are gangsters, what they think the road is, is all fake. Like it's all it's 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 rubbish, isn't it? And I feel like a lot of times I'm telling young people what you're involved in is bullshit. They're not really so I'm allowed to swear. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, you are now. Thank you, thank you. You're unlimited right, right now, cool, bro. Cool, cool. So we've been drinking how much? That's true, that's true. <laughs> no, you never know. Like, you never the know lemonade's in the fridge. I've had to get Red Bull, like... The hey, come on, the, rum and Red Bull. Classic I'm combo. not like, listen, I'm not in like on holiday. <laughs> rum and Red Bull. The game's fake, man, and you're seeing it. You're seeing it now. So you're seeing someone who people thought was a gangster and was doing gangster shit. Mm. Nah, you're fake. The game's fake. People that that got him involved in it, people who claim to be real gangsters who are or who are involved in real criminal things, they weren't even handing in their business the way a gangster should mm. or what you think a gangster is. And I just feel like it's it's good. It's good that it's now in the open so you can see all this clown shit, man. Everybody snitches though, don't they? 150. I said, I've said this so many times. So many times. If Fez know, Fez know everything, yeah? And the reason they know everything because everybody snitches. So all these guys who... Like my my job, I work with gangs. I work with gang members. I see everything, man. I see paperwork. I see this stuff. Jeez. Right. One thing I'm thinking about though is, like, will, will everyone have a price when it comes to snitching? Even out high. Like, Hell what yes. would someone snitch for? Like fifty pound. No, it's not even. It's not even money, it's man. Freedom. It's just. It's, it's like your freedom because you have to remember as well. Like, mm. gangs ain't like we we use the, we throw the word gang around so loosely mm. we use the word gangster so loosely you're not in a position where like being a rat or being a snitch these terms came around here yeah, where when gangster meant something totally different you couldn't if you had a if you had a gang your gang wasn't just a bunch of mates that you you were in school with or someone you just met oh who's, who's that i just met him oh yeah that's gang that's gang we bro that wasn't it so you can't expect these people to have the same standards that these mafia people had back in the day because you are family, you're blood, like, and you can't even be in involved in that if you're not blood. The whole game's different. Even when you when when you came together, the gang was put together not only to protect, but also for control, control of areas. No one's really doing it anymore. Guys are coming together because they want to make a little bit of money, like, and not even doing it in the right way. There's, and you, like it's been said many times, it's not honor amongst, amongst thieves, and that's all it is. I'd say with this Takashi 69 scenario, I mean, if you've got like a life sentence or 25 to life or something like that, you're going to have to do whatever you have to bruh, do. You're singing like Pavarotti, bruv. I don't care who you are, bruv. You're like, Trust me. Singing. And, you know, people like, there's a concept of snitching, yeah? And like, snitches get stitches and da da da. But if you're a civilian, like you're not part of that world or that life. So if you need to say this, whatever, whatever, you 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 got to do what you got to do. And a hundred percent. Like I've never, I've I've never thought you're a snitch. If you're a civilian, you see something, 
then yeah, it is what it is, yeah. But again, there's even levels to that. So it's like, what do you even class as snitching, even the loosest term? To me, if I see you doing something, you're making money and it ain't bothering nobody else, me me then calling up the feds, that's snitching, yeah? That's, yeah, that's mad. But cool, if I see you beating mad. down a woman or doing a mad I'm calling piece, feds, like, straight away. Are you mad? Yeah, like, after I beat you, then I'm calling feds. Like That's it. And I feel like that's the f- is, it, it, this whole idea of, like, we've got this this attitude of, make feds do their work, man. Like, what are they getting paid for? Boris. For like, are you, I'm, I'm trying to call feds more. Like, I'm trying to look for things to call feds for. Like, I'm trying to snitch. <laughs> Like, are you mad? Why don't we create some job opportunities? Man's trying to create some job opportunities in the hood, didn't it? Trying to get more. Listen, we need more. Listen, it might sound back. It may sound backwards, but your teeth, my car. I'm calling feds. Like straight away, I don't care. I see you outside my yard looking shifty. I'm calling feds. Like I don't know you. Who are you? And I feel like there's so many this and this idea of like this idea of gangster man. It is so it's it's lost, man. And a lot of people they want to have because. We also it's it's glamorous, right? It's yeah. glamorous, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man's gang, man's 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 on the road, weird, weird. But the fact of the matter is, this idea that a lot of people have in their, their their heads of what the road is, and all the glamorous sides of it, it just doesn't it's not exist. The reality. It's yeah, not, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I can tell you, like even if we talk in our little areas of London, yeah, you you know, there's certain men that are really about it, really doing their thing. That's cool, but they they're like the one percent. Everyone else underneath them is just like. You're living hand to mouth, like you're not even. You're earning less than a Tesco's worker, so like, who Mad cares? Too. Like, you should be bagging up food right. instead of yeah, bagging like, up food. <laughs> for real, you can have that lyric for free. Right. I'll give it. I might take that. That was cool. <laughs> that was cool. That's gonna be in his next mixtape. Right. Yeah. And that's what it I is. don't rap anymore. It takes me about eight years to come up with a fire <laughs> lyric every now and again. But but yo, uh, Jen, we could talk to you forever, but we gotta keep this short. We gotta cool, wrap cool, this up, cool, man. Cool, cool. Before we go, I did wanna. Uh, you did touch on uh, if you teeth my car, I'm calling the feds, and that made me think. I know I'm you're so a motor man. What, what 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 kind of cars are you feeling right now? What cars am I feeling? Mm. I just lo- I was lo- I was looking at that video the other day that um, Carwell put up about the new cars that are coming out. And to be fair, the only cars that are really still doing it are BMWs, man. Mm. Like they just they just got they got the looks. They're just keeping the classic looks. Mercedes got some nice cars. I like like the M2 still. M2's cold. Any looks all the M- you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. M2's cold. All the M's um, are cold. All the M's are cold. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been looking at classic cars as well. Okay. Like looking at some old. You looking cars. to cop a classic car? I'd love to, man. You know, I love to get. I love to get, um, Ford Cortina Mark IV. Oh, that's old school. Yeah, because that's my, that's like when I was born. Yeah, like nine eighty <laughs> eighty one, and I remember being a kid and seeing them everywhere. Like my uncle used to have one. I love to just find one of them and just and do them up nice. Are those the ones that had the Cosworth engine? They some of them did, yeah. So you had um, the Escort also had that, yeah, and the Sierra had they had those engines, but I can't afford them ones. They they're like two hundred and forty grand. Hey man, like, wait, wait. nuts. Yeah, like, because they're rally cars. Maybe when the sales come in from your next project. Yeah, hey, listen, listen. <laughs> Off the show for this episode. I'll get a new car stereo and we'll break you up a yeah, bit of pee for the new car. <laughs> <laughs> so with the old car, where you have the tape or the Bluetooth. So with the old car, you can't have no new sound. you got to have a little tape deck thing, I'm, right? I'm, what I want to do is gut the whole thing, put everything new in it. Like I want Speaking digital, it. digital pimp dash. My ride. Pimp my ride. Yeah, pimp my ride. Not exhibit, outs. Genesis, Elijah. Listen. I do that, innit, man? <laughs> wow, yeah, speak yeah, into existence. Real. So we're going to talk after we get these cameras and we get... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> right, this is uh, Beer Rap and Banner, at Beer Rap Bands. I've been English. I've been Cal. I've been Genesis, Elijah, man. Just let us know where we can hit you up with your music, where we can follow you and continue to grow with you on your journey.
I'm the easiest person in the world to find for any reason. Genesis Elijah on all platforms where you can see me in these streets. And you want to Spotify or stream the album? Again, just search Genesis Elijah. You will find my music, man. And, and it's biblical. E-L-I-J-A-H. Yeah, right, man. Genesis like, like in the Bible. Elijah like in the Bible. Come on. Okay, thank you so much. We appreciate it. I'll get the handshake right this time. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> 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 All right, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, follow. We keep putting this work in. Big up Jake behind the scenes. Good night. God bless. We out. Peace. Phones on silent, please, everyone in the back. Phones on silent or on vibrate, something like that. Uh, we definitely don't want to hear like some Backstreet Boys ringtones going off in the middle of this. <laughs> I told you that in, 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 in confidence, man. In confidence. <laughs> I want it. Man, that's NSYNC, in it? Tell me why. <laughs> It's the, it's the podcast, it's Backstreet that, Boys. You know, that's going to be Castillo's ringtone as well, isn't it? <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> <laughs>